WABCModels.com. All right, joining us on that Gotta Go to Mo's call-in light line uh, is uh, Mike Silva. He runs the podcast Talking Mets, only no G, Talking Mets. He actually referred to our show with a talking, which I, mm. I'll have to talk to him about. But there, Talking Mets uh, podcast, tons of followers. Um, he is the one, just so you know, from last week that Jeff poaches stuff from. Oh, stop Je- Jeff has a competing, now a competing stop. podcast. Stop And it. he's asking the competition to give him stuff. Stop it. I mean, you, you got hustle. Mike, what's happening? Welcome back to Talking Sports. Hey, thanks for having me. And look, as far as competition, to quote a great uh, talk show host who's now retired. Oh, no. You better bring more than a peace shooter, Jeff. That's all. Oh, <laughs> that's how you're going to. You know, we talk privately. He's so nice to me in private phone conversations. And then he comes on here on the powerhouse and kills me with the first line. Hey, Mike. He's right, though. He's right. When we were discussing Jeff's podcast, and listen, he came in with some great news tonight. He's up to 50 listeners. <laughs> so we're really proud of him. We brought in yeah. a cake. We got everything. It was Listen, first 50 listeners. I'll so take it. He's, he's got, I'm going to teach you a Yiddish word, Mike. It's called chutzpah. Yeah. Well, he was the most criticized guest I've ever had when I had him on the, oh. the podcast back in I love I that. September. I, that was the one guest people said, you know, I, I appreciate you bringing somebody on. With a dissenting opinion, because sometimes people want that. Uh-huh. Uh, but please don't bring that guy back on. He, he was awful. So. That's, there you go. That's that's, that's great. Guy, now that's I he's, love, ta- he's taking that. advantage of the power of seventy-seven WABC that's with that one, Jeff. Well, that's a burn on you. On that you know, one. John, you warned us before the show tonight that the suits are listening, and man, I don't look good right now. That's uh, funny. I love you, Jeff. All right, I'm, so, just, I'm just playing. That's all right. All right, Mike. I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show. Uh, well, I heard Jeff criticizing Brody Van Wagenen. I, I got I to say, I mean, uh, you know, regarding him doing a bad job, I mean, you guys read Kevin Kernan this week. He's been at Port St. Lucie. The early bird gets the worm. There's a lot of good stuff. I know the ownership situation. I, I get it, that that weirdness, and it's been a weird off season. But, you know, it seems like the organization for the first time is, is really trying to do things the right way. they got some good people working for them. They've got a good roster. It's not all bad, uh, and I really think once baseball starts, the fans are going to forget about a lot of this. What percent of his moves have worked out, Mike? Honestly, well, wait, can we, can we so far? Wait, can we take a, a step? What percent? Back? No, 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 wait. No. Why can we answer that? Because I want to. Oh, we'll get to Brody. I want to get to ownership. That's why I brought him in. All right. Okay. And we're going to okay. get to Brody. Okay. Because God knows you haven't spoken enough about Brody. Okay. So fair, Go Mike. Ahead. Right. If you, I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show, but my take was is the Mets and last time and now this. It's like they go into these deals with something in the back of their mind of, we're not going to end up closing this deal. Matter of fact, we'll throw a few darts at the closing to add a little something to see if we can get this or see if we can get that. How serious do you think they are? And is Manford now going to say, no, 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 guys, get, get in a room, work this out right now between you two, or you guys go right now and find another group to buy your team? Well, they're selling the team. They need, they, 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 Soul Cats wants out. I mean, that's been public for a long time i think from a cash flow point of view from a long-term sustainability for their their family fortune they can't keep this team i mean i, I think they will be sold uh john you're right uh they use a lot of uh cutthroat you know new york real estate tactics you know with the with, with the way they go about negotiating adding things at the last minute now from what i understand and, and i know it's a good story because the media hates jeff wilpon and he makes it easy to make it seem like he's staying on was the sticking point. But from what I understand, it was a combination of two things. It was the valuation of the team, and then there was the amount of control that the Wilpons were keeping. And, and I don't blame Steve Cohen for saying that. Right. Hey, now, I'm that's fine. what I ask you. Why would he enter an agreement, right? 
If I just gave you a check for multi-millions, two-point whatever, billion dollars, get out of my office. We're done. Take your money. Like, why would he ever even agree well, to a, what they from, said? From what it sounded like, over five years he was paying into this thing. It didn't sound like he was going to hand them a $2.6 billion check right, right away. It wasn't like that. And and he wanted to wean into it. But then I think at the, the part of that, and this is, again. And it never works that way, by the way. That just wouldn't work. But Heads would butt. Right. Major League Baseball, and again, take the source for what it is, uh, the same league that's, uh, you know, the, the commissioner, the, the former commissioner of that league was head of collusion. Uh, they hired a fixer not two years ago to go after A-Rod. So remember what you're dealing with there. I also think they got a little uh, scared off by who they were bringing in. Remember, they've got the Red Sox spending on the control. They've got the Yankees spending on the control. Yeah, Jarrett Cole and all that stuff. Look at the Yankees spending over the last five years. If it wasn't for the fact that one of their uh, pitchers went down with an injury, James Paxton, they were going to cut payroll by trading Jay Happ. So spending is down. Now, this guy's coming in. This guy's being touted as a win-at-all-costs, spend-at-all-costs guy. Bringing him into the club. He's already had SEC violations. I think they got some cold feet baseball, and I, and I would not be surprised if that's part of it. But at the end of the day, he said, okay, you want to have you know, the Wilpons running this? I'll pay into this, but I want a deal. I, want, I don't want to pay full price for this. The valuation from what I heard, and this is pretty good info, uh, may have been as much as a billion dollars more than what – uh, you know they that they he thought was valued at for whatever the deal he was getting. Uh, there's a lot of sides to this. I think the fact that they pin it on just one thing, and we haven't even talked about. There's the whole SNY and that part of it, which was separate from the original deal, and that got complicated. There's dead against the franchise. Jonathan, Jeff, you guys have probably negotiated a contract at some point in your life, whether it be real estate uh, for your home or el- otherwise. When have you ever walked away at the at the end of that contract, whether it was successful Well, but wait a second. Hang on a second. Mike, about Mike, your other side. Mike, hang yeah. on a second. You're, you're making right. really my point about this whole thing. The Wilpons have an M.O. here. They have a history. This they is do. not the first time a deal to sell the team has fallen apart I at the last... I very different than Einhorn, But, but hang on Einhorn, a second. You could say it's very you know, different, Einhorn, but Einhorn... They, they were sleazy on, for well, sure. Okay, wait a second. Here, so that, okay, so, so let's move on. Wait, Mike, so let's move on. You agree, we, we both agree they were sleazy on Einhorn. Were they sleazy with Doubleday also? Yes. Okay, so wait a second. You're agreeing with me that there was sleazy with two different sales here. You know, they, they, they got the team under-evaluated. They colluded, right, with Selig in 2002 to get the team undervalued so they could pull it out. They heisted the Mets from Doubleday, and he accused them of being scammers and being frauds. And then Einhorn accused them of the same thing. And now we're going to give them any credibility here at all against Stevie Cohen? That's ridiculous. They have a total M.O. here. It, I, I'm, this baseball came out and made their point, too. What I'm saying is it's not black and white on one Baseball thing. has to take their own owner's side. The Wilpons are the current nothing. owners. They have to do that. And baseball knows that the Wilpons have to sell this team. But Jeff, you, I, they know that, and they are going to sell the team. They've put that out there. Now, whether it's going to happen today, tomorrow, a year from now, and whether Jeff Wilpons is going to be five years COO, which I find hard to believe. Me too. Everybody's going to influx cash. Why would somebody even want to do that, Mike? Can you explain that to me? You sell the team. Why don't you go out, take your billion freaking because dollars, because, and do something because, useful with your life? Because they weren't serious. How about run a charity? I, I don't know how, you know. What? You might be Listen. right, John. You might have made yeah, the best point yeah. I've ever heard. Uh, you and I are, if I had two and a half billion dollars coming to me, the headaches that run in a team, the headaches that come with dealing with the media, I would. But this is a toy. Only 30 people in the world have this toy. But it's not his toy anymore. If he sells it, it's not his toy anymore. Why does he 
you want to hang on for five years? What is the point? Hey, I, Mike, I got a great question for you. So uh, I think it's a great question. Um, so the current manager, right? Mm-hmm. Before they tr- hired Beltran, was he number mm-hmm. two? You've heard all different reports. I think, and and again, I've heard a lot of good things about him. I don't think they had the courage to present after what happened with Mickey Calloway, Luis Rojas in October, a brand new manager, no experience after they passed on Girardi. They needed somebody with some cachet, which Beltran had. Talk now, about lo- talk about luck with this guy. Now, <laughs> this guy if they lucky. lucked into this, yeah, now, that's true. The bad situation that happened in January, which, by the way, if you read, I think it was the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal came up with an article yesterday about how it was the front office in Houston and their analytics department that's behind all this sign stealing. If that's really what it was all about. Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran should have never lost their jobs. I never believe they should have lost their jobs over this. We're never going to get the whole story. We're You're really, never going to get the whole story. By, by, by the way, I do disagree with you there. Both okay. had to go. I mean, okay. they, 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 they were no longer with the organization, and, and so many people have done so much worse things than that. But besides that, it's water under the bridge. Under the circumstances where the Mets were at, where they basically had two weeks before spring training to hire a manager, uh, they went with probably the best guy possible. Maybe they lucked out. By the way, Imagine if the Mets were the Red Sox, and they had no manager, spring training starts in two days, and they just had a major trade that's about to blow up in their face happen. Could you imagine that? Silence from the media, because it's the Red Sox. It's the Mets. It doesn't make a good story. Just remember, sometimes don't let the truth get the way of a good story. Remember that. that You you guys know that better than anybody. But the Red Sox have built up something over there that the Mets have not. Does it matter? I mean, I understand. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. well, they got a brand new GM that some Mets fans act like they just walked away from, uh, uh, you know, Branch Rickey, uh, who's you know, a young guy with a liberal arts degree, he's worked his way up through uh, the, the Rays. I get it. Uh, who's about to botch his first trade? By the way, I got to tell you, in, in regards, to, and I said this last year, even being an Atlanta Braves fan, if the Mets get good starting pitching, hang with me, Jeff. If the, if the Mets get good starting pitching, and that's an if, but. They certainly have the ability to get good starting pitching. And I was looking at their bullpen, like kind of really looking at it, and they said Familia came in 30 pounds. If their bullpen could come through, right, with the right. players, they could, they could give some teams trouble. In they're, the a good team. game. they're a good team, John. Nobody's taking away but, their but, but good I'm separate, team. But what I'm doing right now is I'm separating pitching from team. Can I ask that, you, can I ask you I, one question? They have, they have a carrying pitching staff type I, of thing. I agree. Let me ask John. Let me yeah, ask Mike. Offense. Let, let me direct this to Mike. Okay? And good offense, yeah. Mike, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to give me an honest answer. I know you always give honest answers. Okay? If Brody made zero moves last year, zero, would the Mets be in a much better position this year? Uh, no. Oh, Financially, come they on. They, they'd still have Jay Bruce uh, on, on the oh, contract. Come on. Um, no, come on. I don't. They wouldn't have They would have payroll Davis. flexibility. They wouldn't be stuck with Cano. Uh, guys, JD. You want Davis Diaz here right now from, for what they gave I up? Think, Will you I let think, him answer? <laughs> first of all, let me see Jared Kelnick play a, a, a big league game first, and let me tell you another thing on that. And this is this is this is something I learned. I was surprised about it because I don't agree with it. But they valued him and as higher than Kelnick. They had to give up one of them in the deal for the Diaz part. The other part of the deal was a salary dump. Now, whether you wanted. Uh, the extra years of Cano, like Cano, nothing. That wasn't where Kelnick came into play. Um, J.D. Davis, who 
the Mets analytics department uh, focused on and went after. Wait, I got to ask you. From July 1st on, from July 1st on, when he had a permanent position, he wasn't jerked back and forth coming off the bench, was 11th in all of baseball in I, run creation. I got, I got all 11th that. 11th in Wait, all I, of baseball. I, I got all that. It was the adjective you used. <laughs> That's all it was. That's the only thing I had a problem with. You, what, you, the July you gave it. No, you, I can't. I wish it had them at my fingertips. The description you gave it, <laughs> but it, it no, it was beyond that. It was Hall of right. Famous type he thing. Hall, he said no, Hall of Famous. No, he didn't. He didn't. No, he didn't say Hall of Famous. There was a word you used that I said to Jeff. I said to Jeff, the word he used that's Chipper Jones type numbers type. type. <laughs> Actually, you know what? For all this, anybody could have Hall of Fame numbers for a small sample size. But right, that's my that's weeks, what my point was. July, August, September, twelve weeks. That's a lot. He was a big part of their run. And the other guy that nobody respects, and, and I have some concerns because he does have uh, some herniations in his neck. And there was a story that came out today, and that's why he was out for three months. When he's played every day, uh, and he played a lot in 2018, and then he played a lot in September. Brandon Nimmo's been a top 25 offensive run creator. If he can stay healthy. Baseball. If he can stay healthy. The, the neck is a concern. Right. Um, for sure. But at the end of the day, in the second half of last year, they averaged over five runs a game. They have a good, as, as good, if not better, uh, rotation as they had last year. The bullpen, uh, you know, they haven't had this bullpen figured out for many, many years. How is it a better a rotation without Wheeler? How could you say that? Because the rotation with Wheeler in the second half was never the rotation that they were planning on investing on. Um, Wheeler is a guy that has poor mechanics, is an arm injury, and if they got him for three Multi- or four years... Don't forget, multi-millionaire. Listen, <laughs> God bless him, great guy. Um, if they could have got him for a three- or four-year deal, they would have signed them. They didn't want to go five years, $118 million. And I'll tell you what, what, the Phillies think that they're getting and what they're going to get, there's a guy that against the Nationals, against the Braves, and against the Yankees last year, go look the numbers up, bad right. numbers, and on the road as well. That, right. that tells you a lot about him. So. All right, Mike, i got to get to news on the top of the hour, but thank you. you so, thank, thank you, Mike. You guys, I always appreciate coming on. Yeah, that was fun, buddy. I, I, I'll talk to Jeff about, you know, not, don't go to the competition for music and stuff like that. Don't use my clips. <laughs> Don't use his clips, Jeff. <laughs> That's Take good care, stuff. Guys. Thanks for the clip. All right. Good show, guys. All right, Mike. Thanks. All right. Uh...